Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we are talking WCW Saturday night on TBS from June the 8th, 1991. And before I throw it to Doc, I want to give a special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Children, Joe Ice, and good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support and being the sponsors of this show. And um, Doc, we are recording this only basically two and a half days after we've recorded our last show. So with that said, um, I do have one new patron. His name is uh, Kyle E. Thanks for signing up and going annual, Kyle. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, Doc, I, like I just said, three days after our last episode. So how are you? I don't know how many flips and dives we got this morning. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be I'm excited to be here uh, in in what is quite possibly the most exciting two man booth in all of wrestling. Uh, better than any two man booth that's ever existed. Uh, feeling blessed as always. Uh, and I feel like I need to go on record with something here today. Uh Oh, well, you want to tell the people why Harper's not here before you, well, uh... that that's, that's yeah, I'm going to get into that. Okay, go ahead. We're recording uh, on a Friday morning. Like Mike said, a little early. Um, I want to go on record here cause, uh, it's supposed to get a little, you know, we're not going to talk about the weather. Like, Oh my God, it's the weather. But if we die today. We we should we should let people know that we we saw it coming. Yeah, there's some, um, we are, some nasty we're in the, stuff coming. What? I was saying there's some nasty stuff about to hit us. Yeah, so it's the first week of November, and we're all getting in the Christmas spirit. Jesus Christ, the tree's up. I can't. I told my wife that he, she was like, "What the fuck, white people?" Anyway, that seems a little rude, <laughs> but. Um, it was 80 degrees yesterday <laughs> and we have some severe weather rolling through up to and including tornado threats. Yeah. So if it hits and it, it feels like, a like you, sometimes when you live in this part of the country, you go outside and you're like, yeah, it's going to hit. I feel like it's going to hit. And I've lived windy. here long enough to know the difference between two poots and grab your ankles. So we might be ducking for cover later today. We're getting this out early in the morning so we can get out in the community, run our errands, shake some hands, see the people, and then get back home and uh, prepare for the worst. Yeah, man. Now, it, it, it's where's Harper? Well, uh, we had such an overwhelming response 
from the patrons about having Harper join us for a Super Brawl that we've decided to recreate the magic as only we can. And uh, so we're recording the Saturday night episode without him because next Tuesday night on normal recording night, we're going to cover Knoxville, USA, uh, the Clash of the Champions, Ric Flair, Bobby Eaton, two out of three falls, so many other great matches, uh, you know, just uh, coming to an arena near you or unless you live in Knoxville, Tennessee, I guess not. But anyway, Harper's ready. He's ready to watch some percentage of the show prior and uh, <laughs> and to uh, and to uh, make the patrons uh you know, pants excited over his analysis of the of the action. Some percentage of the show, if there was, well, that is. That, let me tell you something. You two, you do, a, you tell a lot of stories on this show, and I'm not saying you're lying when you're on this show. But there I'm are a lot of flips I'm and dives. Way past eleven. There, there, there. I don't. Again, it's not lies, but you have a lot of fun, and so do I. But there has never been a truer, goddamn statement that you've uttered on this show than that some percentage of the show. And we won't have any clue until he tells us. And, and, and even then he may say something like, yeah, I watched it. And then you have to ask like a follow-up question <laughs> to get him to open up. And well, you know, I, I skipped a few matches. <laughs> well, how many? Well, I only watched flair and Eaton. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's not that I care. It's that I need to know how to engage with him on the air. Yeah, I think I'm glad you clarified it to that point. You, you need to know how to engage him. Because if you don't know what he's watched, it's like you ask him his opinion. He's like, I, I, well, you know, it, it, was, it was fine. You're like, okay, so you didn't watch it. So I'm not well, going to ask him about the action unless something egregious happens on the video. We're going to talk about, you know, whatever it is that he wants to segue into and we'll just roll with it. I mean, that's you, you don't redirect a river. You can slightly alter its course, but you don't, you know, you got to go with it. Bro, you, you was killing me when you, when he um was talking about the Halloween movies the other night, you was like, what's with him in the Halloween movies? What fucking Siskel and Ebert over here getting his woman to watch the worst movies of all time. You know, she's got to be like, Chris, what are we doing? No, no, just watch this one. Ugh. Made him watch a whole movie. That's what he's doing when he's not watching wrestling. Yeah, it's like he's telling on himself left and right. He's <laughs> like, I bet your girl would rather watch this 91 wrestling than this C-level movie. <laughs> oh, but, you boy. know, hey, we can't all be Harper. So if you're not a patron, um, guaranteed fun. We do cover those big cards a little bit more seriously because, you know, we try to give it the respect it deserves. But there's also shenanigans. Um, So if you're not a patron, become one or do something or sign up. or Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT and there's that. I mean, the people who are patrons are all over Twitter. And they're out there saying, hey, it's the best value in all of wrestling. It's the best value in podcast. You get your money's worth. We're throwing shit up there. And I don't know what else to tell you other than you need to sign up. The time is now. 
I don't think I ever told you this. You saw Mikey and DFW one time was talking about um, some some podcast that his I guess his wife listens to or something, uh -oh. and and so you know he was I guess listening to uh, one of our patron shows, and or she saw she she saw him downloading something or something. She was like, well, "What what's all that?" So she like saw our patron page, and. She was like, wait, you get all that for five dollars? He's like, Yeah, you know, you get the video, you get the you get the 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 clashes, you get the pay-per-views, you know, world class, um ECW, NW. He he's like, you know, a lot of times I'm struggling to keep up with it all. And she was like, Well, on this other podcast, you gotta pay thirty bucks a month to get basically kind of like almost the same thing with all that. And he was like, Excuse me? Thirty bucks? I, that's what it was. She asked him, "Hey, what's this? Um, what's this? A uh, five dollar Patreon charge? I guess on the bank statement or whatever." And he, and he, I mean, she knew about it, but she just was curious. You know, she wasn't like fussing. She was just trying to figure out, you know, what it was. And she was like, "Man, all these patrons that you know, these pods I listen to, they're charging forty dollars to get all that, you know." And, and I guarantee, and I guarantee you, Mikey was like, "Man, should I really spend that money for? Oh, it's the boys, though. I should probably get that." But nah, like, he, he wasn't he, like that he's probably got like holes in his underwear and he don't want to go buy something. No, he he's, afraid, he's no, he's afraid of what his wife is spending all the money on. And, and you know, like think about it, you know, who's got the nicer car in the family? You know, why do the women always get the nicer stuff? what they do to deserve it? The power of the taco. You've been down on the, you've been, I mean, not all women here. We're going to, but you know, you're kind of mad at the females right now, aren't you? I ain't Girls. mad. Hey, man. All right, enough of that. TinyURL.com. You told me Patreon earlier that if God hadn't split them with a hatchet between their legs, that you, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't have any interest. Why are you going to lie to these people like that? It's a show. It's, oh. It's, it's entertainment. Oh, none okay. Of, so None of this is real. Oh, it's all the work. I got you. Okay. Except well, the part on, that is real. Exactly. Tiny, you sound like a wrestler now. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon. You decide. It's all a work until they try to tell you it's real and then they don't understand why you don't believe them when they tell you it's real. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to tons of Patreon content, including the clash that is coming up uh, day after this drops. If we don't Doc, lose power today, I'm going to watch it. God, don't scare me like that. Uh, Doc, you got a five star review, or what else you got before we? Uh, I do. Jump in we have one from a gentleman that that's called "Blessed and a Blessing." Blessed and a blessing. All right. And misspelled blessing. Uh, well, that's par for the, that's great. And now that I'm looking at it, misspelled blessed because there's I have my readers on. There's three S's in blessed and one in blessing. That sounds like a listener of ours. Wonderful. Could be from Harper. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Simply the best. You're simply the best. You like that Tina Turner song? Uh, it was fine. Okay. Other than Mike's incessant disrespect of the greatest NWA champ of all time, always wanting to fight Triple H in his shameless, if you know, you know, hatred of White Lightning. This is the greatest podcast of all time. Um, that sounds great. I see nothing wrong with what he 
said. Well, I mean, the spelling is a problem. I, I can't. I, I like things to be spelled correctly, as you've heard from the one, the no K Rick and Arnie Anderson. But <laughs> whatever. Thank you for sending that in. Next time, let's get some spell check on the case. <laughs> Jesus. Talk, you know it just crossed my mind. I don't know well, why. you know this stuff is going to be read on the air. We don't make that a secret. And we're pretty consistent about when we see them, we make it happen. And you come in here sloppy with misspellings, and I just... Stop you know. it. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Uh, if you want your five-star review read on air, just submit one to Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict, and it will be read on air. We're recording this one a little bit further out than normal, so if you've left one within the last two and a half weeks and it has not been read on air, that's why. And something else just popped me, Doc. I think it was two weeks ago on the show, you said something like, for those of you who think that I'm an idiot half the time, you sure want a lot of shit from me. I don't know why, but I was chuckling just now just listening to you read that. I don't know why that popped into my mind. You know how sometimes random stuff pops into your mind, you're just walking through the house and you chuckle and your wife's like, well, what are you laughing at? Like, uh, you wouldn't get it. I just had one of those moments. Okay. Just want to point that out. Okay. Okay, that's fair. What other what other what other flips and dives you got? Man, I think it's time that we, you know, it's never going to be as long when you don't have Harper th- misdirection. I think it's time that we talk about this wrestling. This is the go home show for the Clash of Champions. We feels like, you know, we're we're off the heels of of um, Super Brawl, and uh, let's get to the Clash, man. I'm ready. You just said something. He is like a fucking child. He has no attention span. Do you notice like how you will, he will be in the middle of talking about something and so, and and the video is being played and he just, his own topic, he pivots from. Do you ever notice that? He said, wait, 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 I got a story and he starts talking about it. And then, you start responding to it, and he sees a commercial playing, and it's it's out of sight, out of mind. It's the same thing as when he says, wait, 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 well, I have a question about this. What happened to such and such? And then I'm like, well, send that to Harper. No, I got Google. Well, motherfucker, you just asked what happened to it. So do you really want to know, or you just don't want to know? It's probably three-year-old. Actually, your your youngest has a better attention span. But we what we love him all the same. Yeah, that I, I don't I'm make it and, twisted. We miss him today. Yes, yes. I'm not trying trying to cut a promo. Okay, well, Doc. So again, this is what did I say? June eighth, the June eighth episode of uh, Saturday Night on TBS. And um, let me scroll through my notes as my computer's locking up again. Oh boy, here we go. Oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, this fixed. can't be right, but maybe it is because the show, according to the history of WWE.com, they used to do this in Smoky Mountain Wrestling all the time. Just like the last two weeks, it says this show was taped May 13th of 91 in Fayetteville, North Carolina at the Cumberland County Civic Center. So I think that's what's going on here. It seems like a third taping, which we usually only do two, but hell, they did this in Smoky. Sometimes they'd even shoehorn a fourth one in. Mm. The intro is uh, the York Foundation in Alexander, York. Uh, she says she knows everyone is waiting to hear the news about who the newest member of the York Foundation will be. 
this person has signed their contract, but you're going to have boss. to come up. What? Okay, can I finish and then? Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to become a patron to find out who the new member will be since it will be announced at The Clash. TinyURL.com slash Patreon BTT. You told me to press pause on the video, so what are we pressing pause for? Look at that merch. Yeah, what does that say? The Stomp Collection? Yeah, we got some trading cards. Somebody shared this on Facebook a while back. The uh, cards or some of the cards. That's awesome. Yeah. Glad we didn't have any merch prior to EB coming in. <laughs> you are down on Bischoff lately, man. You're very much down on him. You're Even just though... liking him because he sliced up Meltzer in the digital platforms. Well, yeah. So he had, uh, mm. they had an episode. Hold on. They had an episode on uh, him and uh, Connie did an episode on Sullivan. So that kind of piqued my interest. I wanted to hear what he had to say about Sullivan. And for the first hour, it's Bischoff really dropping some truth bombs on mm. Meltzer and his quote unquote reporting. And he basically, I forget what he called Meltzer, but he doesn't like him. He thinks he's full of shit. And I tend okay. to agree. All right. Now let's Way to move talk on. about other podcasts. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Look so we, at Missy God Almighty. So after the intro, we go to J.R. Missy, who Missy looks great. Let's be real. J.R. Missy say they heard Paulie has been begging Dan Bynum for his segment back. Um, Doc, any thoughts on the opening with J.R. and Missy besides Missy? No. <laughs> She's looking good, man. Boy, can you imagine Hopper right now? He have creamed him. Can you imagine that people were trying to tell her she was fat? I I don't get that. That's like, I don't get, that's so stupid. What's, I'm like, there's no, she don't have no fat on her. Well, we all got fat on us. I mean, your skin is, I mean, but come on. So we keep moving and we go to the first match. This was only a one hour episode of Saturday Night. Yeah, Yeah, five. Look, A plus already from the start. We go to the first match. It is Steve Austin versus Keith Hart. And uh, again, whenever you have these quick one hour episodes, you can really tell (laughs) that they book it differently because the matches are super duper quick, super duper quick. And that was no difference here. Austin, my notes, he still looks like a star. Ah, this might be Vivacious Veronica's last week. He needs an upgrade. Remember. But I think this might be her last week. Anyway. Uh, she, Doc, looks like the kind of, she looks like the kind of girl that it, back in the day, if you were drunk, you'd be like, well, I guess. She he needs somebody not. that's He needs somebody that's white hot. Dude, she doesn't. That's, she's not an I guess. No. She's attractive. I can't believe you would say that. I think that I'm going to talk about this more when the other one, other valet manager comes in. I think they said uh, he just didn't have chemistry with her. Yeah. Vivacious Veronica. But, you know. So, uh, Doc, any thoughts on Austin here as he's uh, going to make quick work of Keith Hart? He's a little green, but it's there, man. Everything he does, it looks like he does with a purpose. It's not wasting time. He just looks good. 
But again, has, it's easy for us to say He that. has it. It's easy for us to have that discussion now to say, oh, you know, we see it. Well, did we back then? I mean, anyway. So this thing's going to finish off. Austin's going to hit him with that spinning hot shot and then uh, a big lariat for the win. I kind of like how he's reinvented the hot shot where he almost picks it him looks, up like it's going to be a spine buster, but he then turns and drops the guy onto the ropes. It looks kind of dangerous. It's vicious looking. I guarantee you, though, if you would talk to Austin today, he would say there was no need for me to do that spinning lariat after. Nope, that was extra. Because, well, here's the thing. That, like, this, the hot shot is this is basically a finisher if you if you really watch it and the guy's out so i always would hear like wrestling trainers i've heard rich rip rogers say this a lot i've heard others say it a lot okay if the guy's out right here go for the pin why -hmm. are you picking him up and i'm not criticizing austin that's why i say i bet you if you i bet you if you asked austin now he would say yeah i don't need i didn't need to pick him up and deliver the lariat i should have just pinned him Nonetheless, Austin looks great, and uh, he he's stacking some wins, man. This is what you do. You know what I'm saying? You stack some wins, and that's exactly what's happening here. Now, you said the hot shot looks dangerous. Um, why do you feel that way? It's just it's a there's a there's an extra component to like turning around and hanging somebody on the ropes, dropping them. Yeah, yeah. But I want to get to ten minutes and twenty three seconds. All right, so I'm going to fast forward it shortly. As I'm doing that, um, we do get a promo package, which is what Doc is talking about here, where we got the Clash. Paul Lee is leading this promo package for the Clash, Clash 15. He goes through the entire lineup, Flair versus Eaton, Luger versus Muda in a number one contender match for the world title, Sting versus Nikita, uh, Pillman and Elegante versus Barry Windham and Arn. Loser leaves town in that one. Um... And then we also have the greatest NWA champion of all time, Tommy Rich versus Oz. And they really plug Flair, uh, Eaton and Flair again with the replays from Flair and Eaton like they did last week. Um, there's a quick promo from Bobby Eaton, and they plug the two out of three falls match. And then we see some Sting, uh, some Sting and Muda clips in here. You said 10 what, Doc? 10-23. Uh, right, let's see. And then can you re- read that? Alka Seltzer plus cold medicine. When you gotta get relief, <laughs> you gotta explain it for the people who aren't patrons. That way, they can go listen, become patrons, and get become that uh, listen to that episode. Alka Seltzer does a lot more than I thought it did. You gotta explain it. it oh. You gotta just explain what happened, and then we did a whole show on abducted at plain sight the Netflix. so there was this terrible documentary called abducted in plain sight that chronicles the story of the dumbest white people that ever lived that was some white people stuff man that was some white people well i'll claim that one that was some (laughs) those were our people and it was it was it was a problem and anyway there was a grown man who asked another grown man in the car that he was backed up and needed some hand relief. And it's just kid stuff. Come on. It's just kid stuff. And then this fool 
reached over and provided the relief, if you will. He cranked off his friend who was Come banging on. his wife and daughter. Come on. It's just it's, it's, too it's so sad. It's so it's so pathetic. Well, it is. And it is. It's just it, but we chronicled the entire um Oh Bob, it's just kid stuff. We chronicled the entire documentary, which is far more insane than we even made it sound just now. Um on the patron feed a while back, a few years ago. Um tiny URL suck it. URL.com slash Patreon BTT. Yeah. And so um the word relief has taken on new uh a new meaning in the BTT community. That dude told his friend, my wife isn't giving me none. I'm stressed. I've got anxiety. He said, oh, Bob, can you give me some relief? And he was like, what? And then the guy says, it's just kid stuff. And he cranked off this dude. Bruh, no. Look, man, if, if that's what you like, I'm not judging you. This is a t totally different discussion. This has nothing to do with people who like that type of thing. This is a dude who this man was screwing his wife and daughter. And we'll move on. <sighs> oh boy, I need some relief after that. Oh, okay. can you come yeah, over? Can, can you come you. over? No. <laughs> In the words of Hardbody Harper, that's not the first time he did that. <laughs> that's true. Let's keep going. We have Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton here. Doc, neither Bobby nor Arn are wearing the title to the ring. Who's the champ here? The champion is Bobby. We know that from the pay-per-view. But remember, this was taped before the pay-per-view. So once again, because we're in the third week of this taping, Bobby can't come to the ring with the title, nor can Arn, because they would have been giving away spoilers to the live audience that was there that day. So that said, um, we are told Bobby is the champion. And there's a, the Chiron says Bobby's the champion. Jr. Even says Bobby's trying to retain the title. So I took that as, you know, Jay, they're definitely voicing this over after the pay-per-view, um, which might answer my question from last week that I think they were piping in some noise. And I think you even brought it up to the week prior. But anyway, thoughts on this match? Um, Rick's out and his yep. hair is just awful. He's got this that part on the left side. Yes, this may be Hurd's greatest crime. I don't know, bro. There's so many crimes. There's so if you think about the nice spine buster there, boy, you planted Bobby. There's so many crimes, but I hear you. There's an early spine, there was an <laughs> early spine buster where it was like, is he gonna finish this thing quickly? And mm-hmm. He also later then puts on a wonderful, he, Arn, puts on a wonderful DDT. I think I got the timestamp from that. I think that was near the end. And it is great. It really looked good. Uh, what else, Doc? Well, we'll wait and let you get to the finish. Because, I mean, again, these two guys are not going to have a bad match unless the power goes out in the building. So, it was a joy. So here it comes, the finish. So Bobby catches Arn with a couple big boots in the corner, if you're watching on Patreon. 
uh, clothesline lariat by Bobby. Arn is then going to hit Bobby with a DDT, uh, but Bobby is going to get his foot on the ropes. Like Doc mentioned a little while ago, there's the DDT. Bobby rolls over. Flair, like Doc mentioned a little while ago, Flair is out there and he isn't happy. Arn goes to the top, but Bobby falls into the ropes and Arn takes a nut shot as he falls off the ropes. Flair senses the end of it when Arn takes the nut shot. So Flair hits the ring and goes after Bobby. Bobby sends Flair over the top rope. Bobby follows him on the outside. Then they're back inside and brawling. And Flair is like a rabid dog on Bobby at that point. It takes three refs to get Flair off of Bobby. Um, Flair hits Bobby in the head with one of his uh, shoes, alligators, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we got a DQ here, basically. You you kind of knew there wasn't. I mean, based on the fact that we knew Bobby had already won the title, they taped this before Bobby won the title. You had to imagine they weren't going to do anything weird here, like clean finish. So this was what it kind of needed to be, and that was kind of you know my thoughts on it. You know what I'm saying? And then you know Flair's taking on Eaton, so I can't, I I don't know. I guess they could have took the title back off of Eaton, but they just weren't going to at this point. So. I don't know, Doc. What did you think? Um, this was a good match overall, but what did you think about uh, the finish and anything else? Any other comments? If I'm Orn, I got heat. With Flair? Yeah. Why'd you cost me the TV title, bro? Uh, and my thought is, the logic is, well, Flair sensed Arm was going to lose again, and maybe that's why he did that. The other thing, too, is, Flair knows, or they're trying to set it up that, you know, there's this match coming up at the Clash tomorrow. So we got to do something where Flair appears to damage Bobby, maybe, you know, send him hurt going into that match. Like, that's the other side of it. But I, I hear you. I mean, yeah, if you're on, you're like, what are you doing, man? I, you cost me a shot at the title. I wasn't going to lose. Because the heel's never going to lose, right? They think that. Right. I'm with you. All right, any other thoughts on it? No, I'm. I, I mean, I am looking forward to to Eaton and Flair at the uh, at the at the clash. Um, here we got another Alka Seltzer commercial. Um, a different fast relief. I need fast relief. Bro. I, ain't got, I, I ain't got a bunch of time to wait around. Um, I'm already got a semi. I need some fast relief. You think Alka-Seltzer, 31 years ago, could have ever imagined that a couple or trio of outlaw mud show podcasters would discuss their motto, slogan, tagline, needing relief or fast relief in this context? They should have. You got to be you got to be aware of everything in business. Be prepared. You got to be prepared. You got to have contingency plans. Look, I'll help them out a little bit here because we're we're disparaging their brand, and that's that's unfortunate that they've been caught up in this terrible story uh, uh, from this this terrible documentary. Um, man, I got to tell you, when I have the sniffles, when I'm down with a cold. That Alka-Sel, it's not for the stomach, but the Alka-Sel's are cold shit. That's the shit I turn to, man. It works. So, you know, we don't do ads on this show, but I feel like we need to help them out a little bit since we're making fun of them. That's the shit I use, man. Yeah, let's be clear. 
we weren't making fun of the product either. We were just making fun of the word relief based on context yeah, and you today. Can't use that. I mean, remember the Rolades relief guy when it was the reliever of the year? That that has that has a whole <laughs> other connotation now from baseball, man. Oh God! Now I got a picture. Instead of some guy coming out of the bullpen, I picture some dude down in the dugout, <laughs> both hands full, <laughs> working it out. Jesus Christ! We're gonna go down to the dugout with uh, Jim Smith, the Rolades reliever of the year, and he's just double timing on two dudes. This is the point when the <laughs> the first time listener. It's like, I tuned in for wrestling, not relief talk. Sorry, bud, but abducted in plain sight happened. You well, if, if if that's the case, then you need to go back and listen to the full body of work that we've put out there and Preach. or go fuck yourself. Bro, you know you know something? I got to shout this guy out because I, I, I always forget to do it. Uh, best Dave ever on Twitter. It's a real good dude. What he real, do? Really nice guy. What he do? Bro. I got to give him credit. He so he drives a bus. Oh. Not not like um not like a city bus. I think like um like a traveling type bus. Oh, for not, like not, old not like, people or not like, like a I've seen a picture of it. So I, and my apologies, Dave, like if I'm not like a charter uh, bus, you saying? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So he's on like he's he does a lot of driving. And Dave but You got some old granny who's like, "Can when are we going to stop at the Stuckies?" Bitch, get your blue hair to the back. <laughs> First off, Dave's a brother, and I—I I don't know if he's gonna talk to an old person like that, old white lady at that, at that, you know. But Dave, Miss Daisy, good... I'm driving your ass. Ain't that enough? Dave's a good dude. Always. So best just Dave a real, ever. Real is, nice is guy. Black. But he's a brother, and he drives. And um, I—I I don't know if Dave's around our age or a little younger, but that's not important to the story. But I will tell you this. Big classic wrestling fan, obviously. He's a patron as well. Uh, Hall of Fame patron. Dave drives a bus, so he has a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Dave doesn't go listen to 40 million podcasts. Dave, according to what I've seen on, on Twitter and Facebook, he has probably listened to our back catalog of Smoky Mountain, and he'll binge it, and he's done it like two to three times. So he's gone through it all, and then he'll go back and start at episode one and relive it. And he'll do that. He's done the same with the NWA slash WCW shows over the years. He'll go back to 85 and 86, and he'll send, he'll like tweet things to me. He's like, bro, do you remember? And, and no. I, I have the time, I don't. Half the time, I, I hate to say, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the, the discussion points, but he'll remind me and I'll laugh. So but let me tell you something. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go. I'm just saying he 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 will he will go back and so I'm saying that because you said go back and listen to all the old stuff. We actually have listeners like Dave. He's not the only one. He's just the one I'm thinking of now that do that. Bobby Murray's well, another one. They're the darkaholic spotlight of the week. Both of That's them. That's right. Um, you know, for the first couple of years, I listened to our shows, and you were like, "You're a mark for yourself," and it was no, it wasn't. It was because I was trying to figure out. How you do this better? And because anybody, I mean, yes, we just hit the red light and go. But there's a way to do this that's better than 
the other ways to do this. And I can't explain it well, but I think you know what I'm talking about. As much as we don't prepare, that was your preparation. It kind of, yeah. But I haven't listened to our show in at least four years. So I have no idea. I mean, I'm, you've <laughs> said this. I'm about as bad as Harper. When we turn off today, you be like, dude, you, what were you thinking when you said, you know, Alka-Seltzer Relief? And I'll be like, what? What are you talking about? Mavericks play tonight. We're going to talk about that. We got so, a multiracial host, and that's a problem in itself. You didn't even remember saying that. No. I was like, dude, do you realize what you said? You're like, I said that? Yes. <laughs> and that was three days after you said it when I told you. You're like, I said that? I was like, oh, my God, he was really drunk that day. Okay, continue. Uh, That's all. I'm looking at Missy. Hi, Missy. Yeah, so best Dave ever, Bobby Murray, the guys who do that. I, I thank you. It's just more downloads, and uh, I'm glad you love us that much. Uh, so, yeah, and Bobby and best Dave ever are both BTT Hall of Famers, so there you go. All right, yeah, we got to go to Missy now because um, Johnny B. Bad and Teddy Long are going to come out. Ugh. And uh, th- this is tremendous. This is, is so it? good. Oh, God. I, I, I'll, t- I'll talk about it after. Here it is. The World Championship Wrestling, and I'm Missy Hyatt. And now it is my pleasure to present the original Gangster of Love, Theodore Arlong, and Johnny B. Bang. Okay, so I'm, I had to pause it because of the audio and... um. I don't want to get a strike on that digital platform, but um, we're going to talk about it in a second. I, I, I love it because Mark Merrow put his whole goddamn foot into this gimmick. Like he sold, he, he, he sold himself to it. He's like, all right, you want me to do it? I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Look at him. I didn't realize this when I was watching it back then. Look at him. The mannerisms, everything. I could just see Dusty back there coaching him on how to do it. Dusty did all this. I guarantee you Dusty was out there with him the whole time. Like, all right, baby, let me tell you something. This is how you're going to do this this time, all right? And he he went for it. How do you not like this, Doc? May I ask that? It's clunky, and I don't like when it's almost over, and then he, like, has to say the same. He he has to get some words in, but they, it's, it's just hush, Teddy. I think he's still trying to find himself too with it. This is, this is still new to him. This this gimmick, and he's he's trying to find his pace. He's trying to find his spots. We know Teddy. I mean, think about the dynamics of it. Uh, I don't think Mero at this point. I mean, he's he's still new to the business. You know, he he was an enhancement talent for one when he came in, and now you know Teddy's out there, and we know Teddy's a talker. Teddy can talk. Teddy's found himself over the last few years with everything he's done, and and I think. You know, he's trying to pick his spots while allowing Teddy to get him over and to talk. Okay. So I think I think that's part of it too. But I don't uh, let's to go like now. It, I, I hear you. To, I don't have to enjoy it. The audio's the I think the music's finished playing, so let's go to Missy now who's talking to Teddy. Mr. Long, where did you find him? And I gotta ask you a question. What are those things around his leg? Well, let me say something to you, little mama. Where I found him at is for me to know and for you to find out. And these pretty things around his legs are to protect his beautiful knees. All right, baby? Well, uh, I just want to touch 
team. Let me say something to you, Mr. Howard. That's one thing, homie, don't play. Don't put your hands on it. Now, Jelly, baby, come over here and tell him why you're so beautiful, baby. Oh, hush, Teddy. And tell him why you're so pretty, Johnny. I'm so pretty, I should have been born a little girl. And tell him why you wasn't born a little girl, Johnny. Oh, hush, Teddy. You know I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Oh. Did you hear that? He's a bad man. Right, and she's a bad announcer. All right, come on. And Missy, don't you worry about a thing. Oh, Missy, what kind of fragrance is that? Teddy, we must get it. It is beautiful. You, you want us to buy some of that, Johnny? You like the way she smells? You like what she's wearing? Love it. It's what? so pretty. Well, baby, I'll get some of that for you. Okay, baby, don't worry about a thing. All right. Okay. Anything else you want to talk to the beautiful Johnny B. Bad about, baby? Uh, no. That's yeah. okay. Miss it, repeat after me. I got a message for all the women in the world. I can't achieve without my weave. All right, I'm gone. <laughs> and we'll be back with more wrestling action. But first, let's listen to this. Well, Teddy Long was on some extra shit right there. Did Let he me tell you knee? something. Did he Go make ahead. a knee pad joke about Johnny B. Bad? I, I that's what it was like undercover, but that that's kind of how I felt. Oh, hush is the new good god. It's overused. Okay, yeah, I gotta talk about. Look, Johnny, be bad. Something else here. Teddy Long is ridiculous. Let me tell you, she's 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 asking him about Johnny B. Bad. Let me tell you something, little mama. Where I found him is for me to know and you to find out. Well, she just asked you. So that's what she's trying to do, Teddy. Missy can't. She's breaking character. I mean, she's she's laughing, not uncontrollably. She's like, Jesus, this is ridiculous. And Johnny loves the way Missy smells. Mm. Johnny's so beautiful. He should have been born a little girl, as he said. And then Teddy with the last line, I can't achieve without my weave. I, I, that I came unglued, dude. I, I guess. You don't like this? No. Bro, he's getting heat, man. He he is being portrayed as a black man in the South that is gay. That's heat. And I know people t- t- today would say wrong kind of heat. You can't do that. Okay. No, here's the thing. No, I just don't think he's an interesting character right now. Now, again, we're going to get into the later on the DDP, Johnny B. Bad. There's something there. It may go somewhere. Again, you got to remember, I don't remember any of this. At this point in the gimmick, it's not working for me. I reserve the right to change my mind. Fair point. We move the show along and we go to the next match is Black Blood with and Axe, again, and Sullivan, versus uh, Mike Maverick, who looks like uh, deer in the headlights out there. That fella looks like he ought to be, like, in studying finance at the college. Um, What's your, what's your major, Mike? Well, I'm studying business. Yeah. He looks like he should be in college somewhere, not in the wrestling ring. Maybe he was a college student. We don't know that. Okay. Sullivan's a mess, dude. What part of him? I mean, the thing around well, his neck, the, the hair, the fried hair sticking straight up with a balding spot, but he's got that black paint on his chest. Yeah. Dribbled and drabbed. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you got black blood. I mean, you're down on him, but everybody else seems to like it. The problem is, and I, this is the problem of watching 30 year old wrestling that we encounter all the time. We know the outcome of such things. And I'm not even getting into Billy Jack just being a complete lunatic. I'm getting to the fact of like, this doesn't go anywhere. Him in this. Well, in, let me ask you this. This guy. It, does, it, a, it doesn't help when you have a fucking axe. There's only that's like bringing out the sledgehammer. So, OK, okay. but the other point there is. This guy has been a uh, an issue almost everywhere he's been, and he never he has a reputation for not staying anywhere, for being an issue, you know, a problem while he's there. Why would you put anything behind him? Maybe that's why they put the mask on him. I think I think you just answered that question. Okay. But we won't, because you know, you know, the internet back then, it's not like you look him up and know who the hell he is. Although I'm sure the dirt sheets, there were, you know, people who read those, but they're, they're the, they're the smaller population of fans. Sure. So the average fan didn't know, but yeah, maybe that, maybe that's why they put the gimmick on him. Maybe it is. So there you go, dude, you figured it out. I figure everything out if you give me a long enough amount of time. For you people who think Doc is dumb, they sure won a lot from... No, I'm kidding. Uh, Paul Lee true. gets real on commentary during this match, Doc. He gets real. Like, real, real. He mentions for months that they've been dancing around this issue with Missy and Jason Hervey. Mm. Dusty, He says, Dusty Rhodes, Dan Bynum, and everyone is avoiding the issue. Paul Lee says, I want a segment with Hervey... To ask him the hard-hitting questions. Now, the match is boring. This is going on. And, but Paulie and Jim Ross are the more entertaining thing here as uh, Black Blood wins. Dude, when he says hard-hitting, just remember that, though, that choice of words. I'm going to leave it at that. Somebody's going to get potatoed eventually. And it might be, I'm just going to leave this name out there. When I say potato, will it be Missy? Will it be Paul Lee? Will it be Dusty? Will it be Jason Hervey? Will it be Dan Bynum? I'm just saying. I hope it's Hervey. <laughs> just saying. Dude, just, just keep watching. I need watching. that guy to go through a table. Bruh, keep watching. Okay. All right. So, any thoughts on Black Blood, though? I'm okay with it for what it is and what I think it's going to be, which is not much. Any other thoughts on Jason? I'm sorry. Paul Lee's commentary about Jason Hervey. He's understandably pissed that he's lost time to this mid little person. You know how they say Paul Lee, if his lips are moving, he's lying. Mm-hmm. This I feel like he the, was telling a lot of truths. Right. <laughs> you know how they still broken clock. It's right twice hey. a day. Just because you well, and just because you don't like what you're hearing, don't mean it's not true. I say that all the time with things in life. Like just because you don't like the person, and they say something that's true, doesn't make it not true. It just means that they were right on this occasion. And right here, Paulie's right. 
So we keep moving. There's a video clip of Muda and Sting. We get some more commercials. I didn't make note if there's a relief commercial in here again. I'm sure there was. Um, and then we're going to get to another bull. Oh, there you go. Another relief commercial. And then we're going to get to now, Doc, another. Um, did we get the bull drop in or did we get the video package of the Desperados? Ugh. No, no, no. That's right. We got the bull drop in because here it is. So here's the bull drop in commercials. It just hit me. The Desperados thing is because Dusty with the whole cowboy thing. But there you go. Me. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's get to yeah. this nonsense. So the bull drops in segment is going down this week. It's going to be Aaron Anderson um, out there. So they they do a little bit of bullshit in the beginning. Jason Hervey looking like a little fella again. Uh, mm. Do some talking. And now let me fast forward to on coming out you know after all the music plays and whatnot so let's see shit i went i went too far um were you about to say something before i play it or are you waiting for me to play the audio well i'll just say this going into it this is going to be a different bull drop in than the first two we've seen and far less bullshit far less gaga yes let's go to it now Dusty, Hervey, and Arn. You know, Double A, let me, let me just lay this on. That was a tremendous confrontation between Bobby Eaton and yourself. But once again, I seen, were you just playing the role of enforcer? I mean, you're kind of taking care of business for the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Bobby Eaton, as you well know, has got a ton of ability and a ton of guts, and he just proved it in front of the entire world. My hat's off to him. But Dusty, let's don't stand up here, you and I, and pass compliments. We know what happened between each other. The respect I have for you came through a lot of my blood. But let's don't stand out here and pretend what happened the last half of the 80s didn't happen between us. So let's talk issues. Okay, let's God, talk issues. The main issue here is if you got the opportunity to be world's heavyweight wrestling champion, no matter who it is, would you take that opportunity? I've been called the enforcer. A lot of people went dot, dot, dot. Unselfish. A lot of other people went dot, dot, dot. Idiot. Sacrifice yourself for the good of everybody. What I always said to them was, I'm a money maker. I'm an underwriter of a lot of people's success. Fine, well and good. But I know what you're all about in asking that question. You're the master hedge game player of them all. So before I attack the World Heavyweight Championship, let me just say to you and this chopped off Midnight Cowboy that this is over. Are you are you chopped off Midnight Cowboy? Whoa! Okay, do you want to talk about Arn before we continue with the Paul Lee portion of it? I think we should. Oh my God, he's a f- pass the collection plate around. I, what do you say other than that's how it's done? I mean, we haven't forgotten anything that happened years ago. He he went out there and got Bobby Eaton over himself over, Dusty over, talked some shit about some folks, and said. I'm out of here. Less is more. Depends on what the less is. 
in wrestling, it's usually more. Don't you didn't need 15 minutes at the beginning of Raw to get that shit done. He came out he, there and did the fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, Bobby Eaton. I'm out. Arn said, let's get to it. Dude, he went in on Hervey. He went in on Dusty. Just tremendous. And it was all in the serious nature of, y'all may be having a clown show out here, but that ain't me. And before it turns into one, I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. Arn said, I'm a moneymaker. And then he told us underwrite a, I've underwritten a lot of people's success. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do here. And let me tell you and this chopped off midnight cowboy that this <laughs> is over. That one got, I guarantee that one Go got dusty. I guarantee you Hervey was mad at that comment. Oh, yeah. Because you know he's one of the people who's like sensitive about his height. Oh, yeah. Like I give half pint that you know he's a he, he's a good little fella when it comes to people messing with him he just rolls with it. Yeah, Hervey, I guarantee you it he he, he gets mad. He's shoot. like I could be Brad Pitt if I was just six two. Bruh, that's that's what he's thinking. All right, I, I rewound about ten seconds. Let's continue now. Unless you got something else, listen to the end of it with Paulie. Okay. That this is over. Are you, are you chopped off Midnight Cowboy? Whoa! Excuse me, but I think that I have something to say. What would you like to say to me, Mr. Paulie Dangerously? Isn't this Jason Hervey? Isn't this Jason? You know, I've always wanted to meet you, Mr. TV Star, because I'd like to know what the hell you're doing out here. Mm. Oh, yeah, you like to know what I'm doing out here? Anything I want. Oh. Let me tell you something. How does it how does it feel to be in a situation where you can't do one thing? Oh, you don't think I can do one thing about it, huh? Right, huh? Uncle Dusty? Oh yeah, you wanna get fucking like a monkey out here? We put voodoo on you, baby. We put voodoo on you. This case is closed, baby. Get off my set. Get off my set. Right here, we ain't no bull. We gonna see you next week with the bull drop in. Thank you, baby. Um, you know what the sad thing is? Paulie's a baby face. Harvey could be a wonderful heel if he didn't think he was a baby face. Jesus Christ, another truth bomb. Boy, you drop. I got to give you credit, man. You, you dropped a truth bomb about Harper earlier. And now, this, you dropping truth bombs left and right. I'm feeling truthful today for a while. <laughs> That's great. Dude, you, you nailed it. He thinks he, you, he, bro, he's out there hitting the RVD pose. Yeah. And, and thinks he's, he's something. And it's like, bro. Everybody here wants you to get your ass kicked. <sighs> and if we knew that, if we really knew you were, if we thought you were really banging Missy, you wouldn't get out of here tonight. Ooh, boy, you ain't kidding about that one. 
He called him Uncle Dusty. He really thinks he's a baby face here. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> that was the best bull drop in yet. Well, imagine that. Arn Anderson's on it. Right. Yo, baby, and, yo, baby, yo. Get behind the beat like you got some feet, like you want to meet. Let don't. white people see everything mm. they came to see. Don't rap, please. PN News. You don't, want me to, you don't want me to spit some 16 bars on this motherfucker? You make Silk the Shocker sound like a good rapper. No, no, PN... no I'm doing PN News. If I was actually going to... If I was gonna produce fire, you would you would get burned. I can't look at this dude now and not think what Harper said. Well, they I was thinking they ought to bill him straight from the chips aisle at the local Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> PN News is taking on Joe Cruz. Everybody's got <laughs> something they don't like at all times, and Harper is down on the rap game. I've lost track of the people who've reached out to me and said he he really does look like a fat woman at Walmart. Pia News versus Joe Cruz. News is rapping as usual out there. JR keeps plugging uh you know he says here in WCW oh, we're going on the road. And uh PM News is going to be bumping and grinding on the road according to JR. You tell the people what's terrible here doc. He didn't really hit the ropes all that smoothly. I don't know if he was really supposed to go into him. And even if he was supposed to go into him, that guy messed up. Because if that guy's supposed to be taking a tackle. Then why would you get not... so close? Why would you crowd him up? <laughs> He's on top of him in the ropes. Joe Cruz uh, has been around for a while, though. so Yeah. It's hard to blame him. There was just some missed call there between the two of them, probably. This was really quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, matter of fact, it's over now, and I rewound it a little bit as we're talking yeah. about it. But news is oh, going well. to the top rope. He hits the broken record and uh, hits a splash as he, I just want to say, after the pin, one, two, three, he's going to dance with Bill Alfonso in the ring? Watch this. Why not? This is Okay, here it comes. Look, he, tell, he tells Fonzie, and he starts doing that stupid dance, and like, Fonzie's dancing. With, what the fuck? What are we doing here? I bet Fonzie used to dance like that at the hotel bar. <laughs> he got on the stage at the strip club, and he would dance like that next to the strip Fonzie club. looks like the kind of guy that would be up back in the day that was up for anything. You could have been like, hey, Fonzie, we're going to go dot, dot, dot. He'd be like, all right. I'm down. Yeah. Oof. When are we leaving? Right. Yeah, what time are we leaving? I mean, it could be like, we're going to go play putt-putt, and he'd be like, okay. Or it could be like, we're going to go try to find girls use panties. Okay. And on that note, we go to commercial and come back, and we go to another video package on the Desperados. Jim Ross and Paulie throw <laughs> us to that video package. Uh, lots of buildup here. It's uh, probably about a minute and a half long. The Desperados... Yeah, you can say that, Doc. I'm in a total agreement. They ride in on a horse in this old western town of what I would assume is a TV set of sorts. They get off their horses. We see the town sheriff. Then they cut the video as the desperados walk towards this sheriff. 
Um, this screams Dusty Rhodes, John Wayne, bull malarkey. Dude. This is... Nothing it, has wreaked more havoc on the last 50 years of life. 60 years. Then this mythology about the American West. And not even, you're not even talking about John Wayne here when we say that. The old West was dusty and dirty and stupid. And very and violent. Violent and exploitative and just a mess. Let it go. Boy, we took that manifest. Not we. Well, I guess we are Americans. We took that manifest destiny and we booked our territory. (laughs) Bruh, no. Let me tell you something. There has never been a more successful, depending on how you look at it, or terrible thing in planet Earth. Hey, then you don't get to to use to bring Harperisms in. You don't get to bump stock without manifest destiny. (laughs) Bruh, bruh. (laughs) Bruh, my wife. So, so. There was a coyote sighting not far from our house. Uh-oh. And and my wife, we're riding to the, to the football game last night. And she's like, you know, that's a shame. It's because of all this new development. I said, hold on a second before you get on your high horse about development. I said, here's the thing. You aren't sitting here right now living a decent life if not for that manifest destiny development so before you start talking about all this development encroaching upon the wildlife and the fact that there's coyotes literally a block from where i'm sitting right now you need that's that's the same broad logic that's like it's a shame what we're doing to the planet as they throw a plastic bottle in the trash can Bro, don't give me it's and it goes even beyond that. It's so beyond that. Just the wastefulness of everything. Yeah. Of the women in my household. And I, who are the green and, people. And if you try to call them on it, <laughs> they're gonna boat they're gonna they're gonna pull a, an arn on you. Bruh, I've said this a number of times and I totally agree with you. I am totally hey man, we gotta do what we gotta do to uh, preserve the one planet we have, okay? Um, And I get that it's a very complicated discussion. Hey, even if you don't, even if you don't believe that we're causing climate change, why would you treat your home like a toilet? (laughs) The the one thing Doc and I always say, I tell my wife and mother-in-law this, I'm like, y'all go through more water bottles than a freaking entire city goes through I, I i just see what goes in the recycle bin like and that's a whole nother discussion i don't want to go down but let me go nope. back to it this whole desperados thing is is just, born from john wayne bullshit and it's setting fire to piles of money with production that doesn't need to happen now okay yeah i gotta ask you a question as we move over to the diamond stud and ddp out for this match and we're gonna call into the crowd here this feels i don't hmm, i have some questions all right well let me um let me play it now, and we'll talk about it as when ddp is looking in the crowd he says um will you look at all these pigs here 
Yeah. That's a little stiff. I also wanted to know, what do you think is in DDP's fanny pack? Pills. Pills, okay. More pills. What about... <laughs> Are there pills on top of that? Or what about a lighter, maybe? Is there a, a lighter? A lighter. Yeah. No rubbers. <laughs> no, we don't need those. Come on. No, I'm joking. I'm like, I'm not trying to say... D that's not my way of saying DDP's what about got cigarettes? a million kids. Cigarettes. Yeah. Definitely things you smoke. Not saying DDP was a what's weak the, guy. What's no the idea. chance that there's like two dice in there? If it was a brother, I'd say there'd be some dice in there, but okay. I don't know. Maybe that some cards. Racist, White people whatever. play cards, right? Yeah. Well, black yeah. people play cards too, because good lord, the spade table when I go by my Oh, wife. I love that game. That's my favorite game. Playing some spades. Yeah. I'll go Nilo on your ass. <laughs> Um, what else, what do you think's in the in the fanny pack before we go to this? I think uh, it's pills and and maybe uh some breath mints. Yeah. Maybe some gum. Some gum. But speaking of fanny packs, might be that's a, a, for him uh at this point might be a hair tie. Oh yeah, yeah I can see that. Ponytail it up. Yeah. It's actually a small fanny pack. I've seen some dude, Dusty Wolf when I, when I was Mud Show Indian it up, that dude had the biggest fanny pack I've ever seen in my life. I, I mean, my, my, one of my partners one time go, God damn, Dusty, what, you got your whole gimmick in there? Mm. <laughs> like his boots and everything, his trunks. He so, so much stuff. we're going to call in not one, but two girls from the audience. And I use the word girls here because I'm not sure what we're dealing with. I want to be careful. Yeah, they look young. So they search for some women to strip down diamond stud DDP's on the mic. They find two ladies with enough Aquanet and hairspray in their hair to mm. light up the freaking, you know, I mean, they fried the ozone layer in the eighties by themselves. Look at that. Yeah. Um, so they come in and he's like talking to them. We need to be careful here. I don't know. Do you think, how old do you think they are? I don't know if they're legal, man. I know. They, it's hard to tell. I, I guess they're supposed to be twins because they're talking at the same time when DDP asks them questions. But I DDP's know, dirty too. He's like, Why we got a, we got a live one here. Grabbed her by the, <laughs> the way he grabbed her by the back of the head and moved her closer to the mic. I bet that's not his first time doing that. Oh come on. They're like supposed to be the Doubleman twins or something. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, going on. that's a good callback. But DDP's they, extra dirty in this. Just like, hey, 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 look at it. He's like looking over at Scott, like we got something here. Hold on, I, I should have. Here, here's the audio. All right, are you ready to handle the hunk? That's all I want to know. First thing I got a question for you. What's your name? What was that, stereo? Do that again for me. Oh, brother. So let me ask you this. Are you uh, sisters? Yes, we're twins. Do you do everything together? Yes. Oh, brother. We got a live one here. Are you ready to handle the hunt? 
Good God. Crack up the music and take a So they're definitely plants, which tells me that they should have been of age. No. No. I, no, listen to what I now, said. I didn't say they were. I said should have been. somebody would have had the good taste and judgment to, to verify that. But back That's then. That's why I said should have been. Should have been, but. Yeah. Doesn't mean um, are. Just means should have been. <laughs> that was the then first they, time good God was used correctly. <laughs> they can't get the pants off, which is hilarious. Uh, double team they the pants. Later that night. You just said. We don't know if they're legal. Come on. I know, but I'm afraid of what has happened. Yeah. She's only 17. Oh, God. That, that, that song. How did that so, song um, get? How did that song get made? Dude, you couldn't put that on the air today. You shouldn't have put it on the air then. I'm not saying you should have. I'm just saying. Unless he's 17 singing it. Get the fuck out of here. He was the world 28. And all furry and hairy and singing about 17. He should have gone straight to jail. Do not pass go. Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. Right. You, you that was the lyrics. House, you're getting shot. That was the lyrics in this. In I'm, I'm well aware. Well, Doc, after that whole. God, this would have been good for Harper to have for that one. Holy shit. Because you're right, man. DDP grabs her head and freaking shoves it towards <laughs> we'll the get mic. in there yeah diamond stud <laughs> <I> wins <laughs> and those girls had the most annoying blonde bimbo nice. i don't care how they are voices Ugh. Mm -hmm. any other thoughts from that as dd as um diamond stud wins well the scott all continues razor continues to impress uh, in spite of the lewd filth act that goes on prior to the match. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I think <sighs> to use your less is more, maybe we should just move on. I think so. So we move on after commercial. And when we come back out it's of commercial, on. it's supposed to be Wyndham and one man gang versus Dusty Rhodes and Brian Pillman. And it is, but it's a, uh, we come out of commercial and they're already brawling. Yeah. There's um someone else out there that's dressed like a rat this week that comes out. And we I say someone else because Pillman was the rat the previous two weeks and mm. now he's in the ring wrestling, so we know it's not Pillman. That rat looks like a damn donkey face or something. Yeah, it does look weird. Uh there's literally about a minute and a half when this thing kicks off and this is uh going on out there. Paul Lee says, who's this rat? Do we find out? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. Um, Pillman wins when he hits a crossbody on Wyndham. I mean, it took a minute. And yeah, then, I thought it was great, though, when Wyndham got up and DDT'd him again. Right, like he caught him. Like, you know, he was like, oh, you got me. I didn't get up out of it. Uh, you know, you caught me so slipping. So Pillman gets him over, but Wyndham doesn't, like, die on it. And, yeah. and Dustin looks good. Yeah, because Dustin mean, clears the ring. Yeah, this was good. Yeah, we're, remember Matt, we're going to the clash and we're trying to go hot, so I like it. Yeah, I got no, I got no complaints about this. This is, this is fine. Matter of fact, I'm glad Elegante is out there right now. Jesus, sure, they, we, they've we realized it. Him. Even, even dumbass herd has realized we need to limit his minutes. 
And uh, that's how we go off air is there's a Brute by Fabergé ad that plays. Mm. If, that doesn't, if that's not a smell of the 80s and 90s, I don't know what is. <laughs> so on that particular note, uh, we need to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Before yeah, buddy. So. Uh, before we do so, like I said, if you want to listen to our Clash review, which Hopper is supposed to be at, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It is a great way to support this show. Uh, you get tons of extra t- content. I mean, it's, there's 300 plus episodes available and counting. There's all the video reviews that we do. And uh, as we watch this, uh, we don't do watch alongs, but as well, as I play the video while we discuss it. So that's did available. You, did you hear him last week? Hopper? Yeah, I don't know if this was on air or after we quit. When Harper next week we're doing The Clash. And he said something like, okay, yeah, remind me. Yeah. Have you reminded him yet? It's too far out. Let's 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 break kayfabe here for a second. When are you gonna when, is, it, when do you time this so that it's close enough to the recording, but it's far enough back that he could actually watch it? I think it's something I'll have to do twice, Saturday morning and Sunday morning. And the reason I say twice is because Saturday is a little too early. Sunday is not really early, but he'll be watching Saints football. Well, Saints don't play, but he'll be watching NFL. So I I, I got to kind of time it around there. Okay. And then and then hope that he does See, it. We don't have on, time to prep for the actual show because we're we're in constant conversation about how to take care of the third man in the booth. Bro, they have no idea. <laughs> they I mean, it's it's a t- the amount He's our of third remark, child. The amount of remind, dude, it kills me because he's got all this free time, and I'm oh, jealous sometimes. He here's the other thing: we were talking about free time, and he doesn't understand our lack thereof of free time. But the other thing is, is that because he doesn't have kids, and we do, even if we didn't have anything to do, we've been fundamentally all our DNA has been altered having kids in a family and so we can't go back to that time where it was just oh i got shit all to do on a saturday we have this now inherent need to be productive on some level and would ruin a great saturday just sitting around watching old movies guy movies because we 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 can't there's also something too when, when you when you're a home owner you're, you're, it's like you're always you always got to do sure. something. And, and so the closest that we get to the old days is college football Saturday and NFL Sunday. That's that's the only thing. Yeah, that's the only thing. Because I get like so tonight the Mavericks are playing, and I, you know I'm a huge NBA fan and I'm a huge Mavericks fan, and it's a Friday night. So I guarantee you I will watch most of the game, but something will occur where I don't see the whole game. Oh, yeah. But if we're talking about the Cowboy game, any deviation for me watching it means we're on a, en route to the hospital. Yeah. Bro, I know something that popped me a while back. You were It was a Sunday, and it was – cowboy sunday literally as soon as the game starts the wife and mother-in-law start doing something 
and the kids are now in your face. It's, it's kicking off. And, and you're like, I don't know if she could have timed that any worse. Oh, it happens every week. I know. I'm just, this was a like, few years ago when I first heard I start time. planning, and we're on a bye week this week, so we're going to get healthy and take on the Packers. But I start planning what I need to do to be in front of the TV uninterrupted on Sunday. I start that preparation really on Thursday night with wrestling to watch because we're off on Fridays. And then Friday is certainly a get things done. And I'm planning for days to do that. And they're lining up to kick off and I hear a vacuum cleaner start up. Bro, let me tell you. I'm up on Saturday morning and Sunday morning at the crack of dawn doing stuff in the house just so that if I'm home all day on Saturday or Sunday, generally I'm home. It's it's the one day that I know, okay, I can actually sit down and relax. That's the only day. But I am up at the crack of dawn doing stuff that needs to be done just so that I can sit down and actually have what I call off time. I'm going to call it an off day. A respite respite from the world trying to get at you. Yeah. And I'll have like friends or the wife sometime. Hey, Sunday, can we? No, if I don't sit down, and it's not even just doing football season. If I don't sit down and halfway try to relax for that day or a portion, it's not even a whole day, but a portion of it. No, I don't want to make no plans Mm-mm. because I, I will, I will turn into just like mush brain and be in the fog. If I can't just de, you know what it is? It's called vegetating and decompressing. If you, if I don't get that, you ain't getting nothing. I'm, I'm dead. I, that, if I don't have that on Sunday, the whole week I'm, I'm fried. Mm-hmm. I got you. So, um, so I'm with you, gonna, man. What are we going to, you know, Clash coming up, go home show. What are we giving this episode? Right. So tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Become a get patron, some. get the Clash, all that stuff. So, Doc, it was an hour. These hour mm. shows based on the Blitzkrieg we deal with. Tremendous. Um, is, is something else. I, I like high and tight episodes like this. Just, you know, Austin gets there and does his thing, wins real quick. The promo package was from Paul Lee with the Clash stuff. I like that. It's a nice little, you know, quick hitting thing. Didn't take too long. You know, we got Arn and Bobby, even though the finish was, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, Johnny B. Bad segment was, to me, fine. The only thing I didn't like was the Black Bud match. And to be honest with you, you know, Paul Lee with the Jason Hervey comments and Missy comments made that entertaining. Bull drop in. Arn was great. Um, everything was fine here. The Desperados thing was the dumbest thing. It was stupid. It got us on a discussion of Manifest Destiny. This is an A+. I'm going to let the Desperados thing slide. Um, it's an A+. Plus. I, I got to give it A+. Plus. What about you? You're close. I'm going to give it an A. Okay. So what are you going to... Who are you giving your Rolex to then? Right, there ain't no question. It's Arn. I struggle with this, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you want to give it to Paul E again. Oh, my God. I want to give it to Paul. I want to give it to Heyman. Oh, you go to high school with him? Oh, bro, come on, bro. 
Yeah, I I I, I want to give it to Heyman, but it's I got to give it to Arn. But Paul Lee's out there just shooting. Arn gets it. Heyman gets a honorable mention. That's fair. But Arn gets it. And the, the reverse goes to the Desperados. I'm so tired of Western bullshit. Cowboy bullshit. See, it ages me. It's boring, too. And, it ain't just, and again, I need to stress. I, I ain't no John Wayne fan, but it ain't just John Wayne. It's that whole generation. He's the embodiment of, of the movement, but it's the whole thing that deserves to get the boats. It's just. Uh, the truth is, most of your cowboys were black anyway. How does that well, treat it, you? Somebody asked me if I saw that movie Django Unchained one time. I ain't never seen it. It's It's pretty stiff, dude. Well, I ain't seen it because it was a Western type gimmick. I saw it, and like Leo DiCaprio says the uh, N word a bunch. And I've read like Jamie Foxx is like, he didn't want to do it. And I told him, you got to do it. Well, you it's sound like that. You and Ice, it's kind of like you and Iceman. Well, that's kind of like when Austin said it, he had to say it in any given Sunday. We're not going to talk about that. That wasn't any given Sunday, it was the longest yard. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> the youngest longest yard. He, I mean, look, according to what he said, he was like, he didn't want to say it, but he said it. Who does? And, Who wants to man, say it? And man, he said it. He's the way Austin said it in that movie. Mm. It was stiff. Oh, my daughter told my Speaking of stiff. Can I get some re- relief? My daughter told my wife last night on the way home. I don't know what they were talking about. I was kind of tuning half of it out. I was mad at my daughter for another reason. Uh, but my daughter says to my wife, they were talking about the N-word, the kids Uh-oh. and her. And my, my my daughter says, "You, I ain't, I ain't never heard you say it. And she's like, I don't like saying it. The funny part is she said it about something like, a week prior, she was talking about something and she she told, she said it, she didn't say it to me, she said it telling me a story. I was like, I don't know the last time I heard you say that. Well, I don't sit around and count the last time I heard it or the last time I heard somebody say it, so I don't understand. But oh. or you, said, you said something one day to me at work. You said, imagine if you had a counter on your head. You said, imagine if old white dudes had a counter on their head of how many times they had said it in the last That'd be time. tremendous. Yeah, came unglued. You know, you Not only that. how many, but the last time. Yeah, because everybody had mistakes in the past where we used language we shouldn't have grown up. But, you know, we know better now. <laughs> oh, Oh, God, I, I chuckled at that one. You know how they have, like, the cyborg, like the RoboCop, where you see he's analyzing the scene? Yes. <laughs> but you're analyzing the racist. <laughs> I feel like that would uh, Dave get or something. I feel like it should. Like, a, 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 a really good comedian out there should should have a bit on that. Because that Maybe I should me. be going to comedy. Um. You would be my biggest fan because apparently I make you laugh a lot. Every now and then you stumble upon some stuff. I'm like pretty I said funny, earlier, you know, I'm pretty clever. <laughs> Broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> pretty clever over here. Yeah, yeah. All right, so before we well, get hey, out of here. I want to I wanna wish you well today as we navigate these 
terrible kill storms that are on the way. Uh, hopefully, come. we're around to do the clash. You know, that's a you know maybe we don't make it today. No, nah, we'll make it. They're coming this is, though. This could be it for all of us. You know, maybe it's our time. I thought it would already be doing it out there, but it's not. Yeah, I got to go run some errands out into into the community and then get back home and and well, let's not be let's not be cute. I'm going to take a nap. Your daytime naps kill me. All right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, I want to give a shout out to our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Ryder and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, definitely more professional, still fun. Nonetheless, they support us. Please support them. Thanks, Joe and Quinn, for all your plugs. Uh, please give them a listen if you support us. And um, they're independents just like we are. And check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Prue and JV. They they handle the ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also uh, do a show on the career. I of might need to take that over for Austin. Them, you know, ECW. Yeah, just. I mean, maybe they they wanted you to do a show with them. They did. Why didn't they reach out and ask me? You said you didn't have time. Well, that's probably true. In all honesty. I mean, you know how I live. It kills I, me. I can't you just get, sit we, around and do podcasts all the time. That'd be great. We just literally had a five-minute sidebar discussion on the Blitzkrieg on our time. Once again, we had a five-minute discussion on that, and then you now want to jump in. By the way, they are presently in November, uh, going into December of 1995 right now. On that oh, that's show. a good time, too. Maybe I need to hop in. They recorded. They recorded. Probably too late for you. Um, I what's, think when they do it, but I'll what, ask them. What, what it's time past your bedtime? It's probably like ten o'clock or something when they record them. I, you make it sound like I'm eighty years old. I was up till midnight last night, bro. I didn't get home until probably eleven thirty from the high oh school my football God. game. When's the last time you were out that late? The, the trip part about it is like. It doesn't take long to get home. It's just by the time the bus brings them back to the school, that's what you're, you see what I'm saying? That's what you're waiting on. Oh, I, I'm aware. Ugh, so, yeah. You and get then done I with the game. To... We get done with soccer games and the coach wants to turn into Vince Lombardi after the oh. game talking to him. I'm like, and I always ask him, what did they say? What did he tell y'all? Oh, uh, you know, he said some stuff. Oh, okay, I get it. You listen to him like you listen to me. I appreciate that. It's not just me, then. Uh, I didn't get to bed until probably close to 2 and was up at 6. There you go, man. We're the working man. So, on that note, let's work our way on out of here. All right, Doc. Um, hit the tagline since Hopper is not here, and uh, we will roll out this sucker. Book it, bitch.